All right. Janet, our inspirational speaker, interfaith minister, published author, manifestation coach, and Linda Ronstadt. sit there and listen to her sing right yes amazing that's amazing when somebody's doing what they love and you can feel it and you can you can hear it and you I don't know about y'all but I'm in the chair over here with my heart just going like goosebump city so to me that's, that's what it's about for each and every one of us. So thank you for sharing your gift. Yes. So, <clears throat> again, my name is Janet Ellis, as if y'all don't know. Um, I wanted to talk about being amazing. I have gone through a number of classes recently. Um, I've done two retreats in a row. Don't do that if you ever think about doing two in a row. Don't do that. <laughs> Especially if one's on grieving, because, oh, my Lord. Anyway, I learned a lot, though. And in that process, we talked about amazing. How, how amazing are we truly? How amazing are we truly? I'm going to gracefully. Yeah. How, how are we truly amazing? Each and every one of you. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but if you feel it inside, are you amazing? Do you have a gift that you know you have that you'd love to share with others in the universe somewhere, somehow? Possibly? Yeah, I love it. It's real important for us to know that. And in some of these classes and workshops I've been taking, I've been reminded. Because can we forget sometimes? Anybody? Thank you. <laughs> we can, can't we? So this morning I get up, I get dressed, I get ready, I'm excited about coming, I get in the car, we go and stop somewhere for breakfast, and I have forgotten everything. My talk, my other stuff I needed, <laughs> my everything. And I'm looking at my husband going like, okay, here's the test. Here it is. How good am I really? Not good. How amazing am I really in the gift that I have? Amazing. And so when you're winging it, if you have to, it's okay. Because it's your gift and it's in you. And, and as authentic and amazing as we are, each one of us has that to work off of. The most important thing I believe is becoming authentic are our authentic selves. It's about rediscovering who we innately are. I know we've talked about this in the book studies before, how what happens is as little children, blessed little children, sweet little babies that are totally dependent upon these huge monstrosities that hang over the crib and go, oh, you cute little baby, right? We're totally dependent upon them. Do we know what they know? No. Do they know what they know? <laughs> no. No. Most of us don't know that we don't know that we don't even know. 
The point being, whatever you get from those adults is what you learn and you become. So we spend the first half of our life being what we are told that we are to be, right? And then we get to a certain age, some of us, most of us, those of you in here, definitely. <laughs> and, and we realize that what we have been saying, doing, or being is not exactly what, it, what I had planned, not exactly what I had on my mind to be or do. And at that point, it's up to us to make a change. Yes? So what if we don't want to make that change? Is that okay? Yeah, it is. It is. There's many of us out there today that um, I find in conversation with clients and such that um, know that they want to be different, know that they are different, know that they have the desire, the passion, the love to become amazing. But to shift that from the knowing to the doing is a whole different story. And you hear it a lot on TV, on the radio. Everybody's talking about how things need to be changed, what needs to be done, what we should be doing, what they should be doing, whoever they is. I'm not still sure don't know who they is. But anyway, it's important to know that it's up to us. We must remember who we really are. We, you, me, we. Now, we can be together supporting one another, but I cannot, as much as I try for the life of me, change that man into something that he's not. Or you, or you, or you. The only person I can mess with is me, right? So it's like when carving the sculpture, David Michelangelo said he was only bringing out of the marble what was already there. How he did that, I do not understand, <laughs> but he did it. It's already there for us as well, right? It's there, isn't it? We take book studies. We, we pay dollars and, well, wait, I'm not going there because I do. Um, we take, we read books, right? We go to classes. We, we do weekend retreats. We're still trying to find out what it is we are supposed to be doing. And what we need to do is just to get to know ourselves more and to love what is right here, right now. It's okay if you're not full, fully Jesus yet. It's okay. Jesus wasn't fully Jesus at, at some point, right? It's okay to be where you are. I think that's the biggest challenge is for me, I can't speak for you, but for me is to know that no matter where I am right now, it's okay. And it's where I'm supposed to be. Amazing. No matter where I am, I'm amazing. Ooh. Can you walk around all week saying that? No matter where I am, I'm amazing. <laughs> you ought to try it. Feels kind of good. We base our spiritual growth on what our soul needs to expand. For it to arise and be the voice we hear and follow its guidance instead of our egos. Right? Y'all know the difference between ego and spirit? Yes. Yes. So Deepak Chopra says, awakening is not changing who you are, but discarding who you are not. Yes. Let me say it again. Yes. Okay. 
Thank you for saying that, because I would. Deepak Chopra says, awakening is not changing who you are, but discarding who you are not. Whose thoughts are in your head that keeps telling you, <laughs> telling you over and over again that you're not good enough? You're not smart enough. You'll never amount to anything. Why are you even doing this? You should have heard the conversation in here, in the car, on the way over here. But I finally sat down and I breathed and I talked to spirit. <clears throat> I'm still a little nervous, but I know it's going to be okay because I'm amazing. Thank, thank you for laughing. <laughs> So, once we allow the heart to take the lead instead of the ego, we begin to live out our dreams. How many of you have dreams? Anybody have dreams now? Doesn't matter how old you are, how many of you have a dream on your heart? Mm. The dreams we have were put into our hearts by spirit. Those visions we have are our mission here on this planet. We have a purpose, and if we follow the soul's voice, it provides us with the means and opportunities to accomplish our heart's soulful assignment. <sighs> Boy, I struggled with this. I was one of those that, you know, graduated from high school and would never go to school again, ever. You couldn't make me walk into a school if I got paid to. Well, that's not true, because I ended up going to, into a college and getting paid, so anyway, um, I, I hated high school. I did not want to go to school at all. The most interesting experience I had at one point after I had been certified and licensed to facilitate workshops that I do on a regular basis now, and I was licensed and certified to become an interfaith minister, and I was licensed and certified to do so many other things that if you took all the credits and everything that I've got, and put it next to a college degree, I'd have a master's by now. But do they account that in college? No. But I was teaching a class at UTA in the evening. It was real cool. I'm walking down the hall on a hair, professor. And I kept walking. <laughs> and I knew they weren't talking to me. And I heard it again, uh, professor. And I'm going like, Okay, there's nobody in the hall but me and this other kid behind me. And I hear it one more time, Professor, excuse me. And I turn around and I said, are you talking to me? And he went, uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God, this is great. He wanted to know where room was. I didn't know, but I told him if I could help him find it, I would. I was called a professor. It's so important that you understand that titles aren't really important. They aren't really important. We have to know and, and know and know and know how amazing we are. And I'm going to say that over and over again. Bless you. For many, the realization that we don't know who we are is disturbing. I struggled with that for years because I felt unworthy, I felt useless, I felt like I was nothing. Middle child syndrome, <laughs> one of the many things, plus alcoholic family, blah, 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 blah. And so all that energy went into the right, they must be right, they gotta be right. 
And I felt that way constantly until I finally decided to walk away from all of it. All of it. I had to get up and leave, literally physically leave, so that I could take a look at myself and figure out what the heck it is that I really wanted to do and be. And if I was really supposed to be here, I was at that point as well. Um, I had many family members that had attempted suicide, and it was a thought way back when. And, and it had been on my mind off and on, but I'm too afraid to die, so that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't want to die now, though. That's pretty cool. So part of our journey is to look back at ourselves when we were small children, when we knew who we were and who we are. The authentic part of us still sees wonders all around, like when we did when we were kids. I'm still a child at heart, and I've been called on it many a time at this age, and I don't care because I love being a kid. I, you know, there was one point in therapy years ago, the therapist said, so what are you going to do? Are you ever going to emotionally mature? And I said, if I do, then I'm going to lose my kid, and I am not going to lose my kid. This inner child has too much fun, and I don't want to lose her. Well, I learned how to mature somewhat and be able to keep the kid, too. God, there's so much fun out there in the world if we just open our eyes to it and see it. That's why we love, well, not everybody, but most of us love being around kids. Why we like to play with them, what we want to do with them. They're amazing, aren't they? Just watch a kid being in the present moment of what it is they're doing. It could be a blade of grass. And they're so enthralled. And I tried that later, and it didn't work. <laughs> I got bored with that blade of grass and went to another one. It's interesting, though, staying in the moment, being in the moment. The ego has created mental pictures of who we are, child, parent, spouse, employee, coworker, artist, etc. These are the labels we wear, not who we are. To see who we are, we must get quiet in the silence is where we discover our soul's voice. As we listen, we begin to learn who our authentic self is. And I was blessed to be able to, one of my first workshops I went to when I started working on myself, and I'm now licensed and certified to, t to teach it. But I got my mission and vision. You guys read your mission and vision for this church every Sunday. What is your personal mission and vision in life? Do you have one? Do you know what it is? Why are you here? This is what I mentor to 10th graders now. When, when they call roll in high school and in Fort Worth at the school I mentor at, when they call roll used to it'd be yo, here, eh, whatever. Now they've got to stand up, they've got to say their name, and they have to state their mission. These are 10th graders from low, lower income. And if it were me, I'd be saying, my name is Janet Ellis. My mission is to ignite, encourage, and amplify authenticity in myself and others. That is what I'm here to do. And I do that by creating a safe place so others can wake up to their own potential. That's my mission in life. That's what I'm here to do. 
I want every single person to know how amazing they really are. I don't care if you, I, I don't know, wear pajamas all day. I don't care if you live in a box. I don't care where you are. You are amazing. You are here for a reason. And you got to wake up and know it. The world needs you. The world really needs us, right? And if we each have a gift, and, and in the short time that Lynn and I have been here, I can honestly tell you guys, the individuals I have met here know more about their gifts than any other place I've ever been. And I want you to know that, because that is so important, that you guys know the truth of who you are, that you're, you're aware, and you have created that safe place. You, we, have created this safe place so that there are those individuals that can come in here and be, can just be, if they just want to be. <laughs> you know what I mean, just be? It's amazing. Oh, <laughs> that's my talk. It's amazing. Anyway, when I started finding myself, I remember the first six months I was in the back of a church with my head up against the wall sobbing like a baby. Sobbing. I'm surprised there's still not an indention where my hair hit the wall, crying so hard. But oh my goodness, from then on, I, I started waking up a little bit at a time, right? You're not going to wake up all, all, all in one evening. Dang it, I want to so bad. It's a journey. That's what life's about. So there's those times that we may feel like, you know what? Can I say it? Shit. Yes, I'm a minister and I cuss. There is, there are those moments. I felt that way this morning before I got here. Not that, but you know, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And everything's fine once I sit down and I get quiet and get out of my head. The ego is such a challenge and it controls so much. So, the ego's been seeking out there in the world. The ego's always looking out there in the world. Oh, my God, I love the way she dresses. If I could dress like her, I could do anything. <laughs> Not. I couldn't even wear the dress she has on, so <laughs> I'm saying. But the ego's saying, if you were wearing that, you'd be doing better. If you were doing their job, you'd be doing better. But it's not totally true because it's the ego that's always seeking outside of ourselves and where we really need to be is inside. The love and acceptance it looks for must be found within where it's always been. The ego is fearful of rejection, but the heart is always accepting. The ego We know what the ego is, right? And the love comes from the heart. So the ego is fearful of rejection, but the heart is always accepting. For us to accept ourselves, we have to stop being something we aren't. 
and allow our authentic selves to emerge. Anybody know what that even looks like? I know some of you do. It's fascinating, too, and it can be cool. I mean, man, when you have epiphanies or when you have insights or you have those whatever words there are that happen in life, you know those things where it, this is the part I love. There's a situation that happens, right? A connection is made. I make a connection with another person. But everything that had to happen prior to that coming together, you know what I mean? Hello? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, there's that word again. It's amazing. Yeah. And we always have these things, these little synchronicities that come up in our life that we just kind of look at each other and go, whoa. So recently I, I was at a, a tea room and I made a comment about this woman's dress at the table next to me. And, my, and the waitress that was waiting on us came over and said, I have that dress. I just love it. And, and I don't know this woman. And we start talking about the dress. Next thing I know, I'm co-creating a um, weekend retreat with her, which we did two weekends ago. That was amazing. She did yoga. I did spiritual and mental workshops. And it was the most fascinating experience I've ever had. Just because we talked about a dress. Amazing, right? You got to remember who you are. Especially in the hardest times. <clears throat> Stop judging yourselves. Accept who you are as you are right now. Release the shame, the guilt, the blame, the excuses, the expectations, and the perfectionism. Instead, forgive ourselves. What a concept, huh? Forgive ourselves by letting go and allowing ourselves to forgive our sleepful state. And that's basically all it is. We've fallen asleep for a little bit, and we wake back up, and we decide, okay, it's time to work a little bit more. We become conscious of the soul's voice and its encouragement. And once you can make that connection, you can connect with anything and anyone. Recognize that self-care and alone time are vital for this awakening to occur. And we talk about this. Melinda talks about it on Sundays. We talk about it in the book studies. We talk about it in every, every other place that, that we talk. Spend time with yourself. What do you do first thing when you get up in the morning? Are your feet hitting the floor running because you're late? Are you gently placing your feet on the floor so that you can get centered, so you can spend some time with yourself? You are worth it. You are so worth it. The awakening of the soul to its bondage and its effort to stand up and assert itself, this is called life. Thank you. Okay, now's that going in time, guys. Are you ready? Are you excited? You're amazing. Go, go within. You're amazing. Y'all are so amazing. Okay, if you're willing to unload anything on your lap, if you're willing to ground your feet on the floor, 
if you're willing to take a deep breath in and release, if you're just willing to sit in the silence. This is your time. Your time to go within. A time where there's a safe place for you to be. Just to be yourself. Whatever that is. If you feel sad, if you feel comical, if you feel whatever you feel, you can just be that. Remember to continue to breathe. And as you gently close your eyes, if you're willing, if you haven't yet, just hear what you need to hear. You are amazing each and every one of you and God so wants to let you know spirit, energy gusts you have that time right now to do and be with that who you are connected with so take a few moments in the silence and just be Remember, this space is always there for you. This space that you feel safe in, this space that is the energy that you embrace. Take a deep breath. Again, when you're willing to wiggle the toes and move the hands and come back to this safe place. Because we need you, and you are amazing. And so it is. <laughs>